CHUM AM Toronto is TSN 1050, an iHeart radio station and the official voice of the Leafs. Hello, I'm John Whaley. This TSN 1050 Sports Center update is brought to you by Quick Lane. Come visit Quick Lane, conveniently located at Oakland Ford Lincoln at 570 Trafalgar Road in Oakville. Austin Matthews once again made the morning skate, and once again he'll be a game time decision in Montreal tonight. In the NHL this afternoon, the Flyers have jumped out to a 3 1 lead over Calgary after one. The Raptors are now co owners of second place in the East thanks to their easy win over the Knicks last night. They'll host the Wizards tomorrow, and they Argos have listed linebacker Marcus Ball as a starter for tomorrow's Eastern Final against Saskatchewan at BMO Field. TSN 1050 will be all over it with Andy Mack's countdown to kickoff beginning at noon. Case Hughes, Washington Wizards NBA beat reporter next on home court on the home of the Argos. TSN 1050, Toronto. is home court on TSN 1050, the voice of Toronto basketball. Welcome back to Home Court, live on TSN 1050 Toronto as we roll into the second hour. Kayla Gray here with you with Dwayne Watson and Josh Lewinberg. All right, the Raptors looking for their fourth straight victory coming off that win against the Knicks on Friday night. So they host the Wizards tomorrow. Joining us on the line now, Chase Hughes, Wizards beat reporter of NBC Washington. Now, Chase... John Wall held to nothing until the last five minutes or so in the fourth quarter. What was going on with his night? As, and I know that he had said that there was some knee problems there. What was slowing him down? Yeah, it was one of the worst games I've ever seen John Wall play. So it made a lot of sense afterwards to hear that there was a specific explanation as to why. Uh, John Wall has been dealing with a bunch of minor injuries recently. A sprained left shoulder, a sprained ankle. Last weekend, he was sick and had migraines and uh, missed a shoot-around and almost missed a game. So when he was sick, the Wizards training staff gave him two IVs uh, just to keep him hydrated and give him the energy to play. Well, over the last week, those IVs haven't settled correctly in his body, and the fluid has collected in his left knee. And last night, he had very little mobility, so... He couldn't get out on the fast break. The Miami Heat deserves some credit because they're a good defensive team, but it wasn't the same John Wall that we're used to seeing. So he's got fluid in his knee. It's not a serious injury, obviously, but it begs the question of what the Wizards will do because it's bad timing that they have their first back-to-back set. Not only do they have the Raptors tomorrow, but they play the Milwaukee Bucks on Monday, and obviously those are two very good teams. Do you expect him to play tomorrow in Toronto, Chase? And if he can't, What's the backup plan for the Wiz? Yeah, at this point, if I had to guess, I would say that he's going to miss one of those two games. Um, now the question is, which one do they want to hold him out of if they decide to do that? You know, they do have the win against Toronto, and if you're looking at the season series, uh, that's important. Uh, it, you know, it determines playoff tiebreakers and that sort of thing. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks, I mean, both teams are very good. Both have very good point guards. That it's not going to be easy for John Wall. Um, if they have to go without John Wall, you know, the, the one game he did miss this season was ironically against Toronto, at Toronto. And Tim Frazier, their backup point guard, played pretty well in that. Thomas Sadoransky is another backup point guard they have. But as you saw in that game, if they don't go with John Wall, 
then you'll actually see Bradley Beal and Otto Porter there starting shooting guard and starting small forward uh, bring the ball up and play some point guard. So they do have some options, and it is early in the season, so you could argue that it would be smart to hold them out of one of these games. But which one, it's unclear which they would do that if, if they decide to hold them out. Chase, obviously the Wizards got a great backcourt in Wall and Beal, and the starting five is solid. I think one of the Achilles heels for these guys has been their depth, aside from like Kelly Aubrey Jr. Um, what what happens to the second unit for these guys in terms of what do they need to do to kind of be that team in the Eastern Conference in the conversation based on not having much more beyond the starting five? Yeah, their bench has been a problem for several years, and it's still been a work in progress uh, this season. You know, one guy who stands out who hasn't been playing very well is Jan Mahinmi, a guy who last summer they gave a four-year $64 million contract to. Um, he's been playing and getting a lot of minutes and hasn't been playing very well, and defense has been a problem for them, and that's what he's supposed to help with. And, you know, it's been a, a big debate among fans, and, you know, Scott Brooks, their head coach, has even talked about trying to get Jason Smith uh, more playing time. We saw him last night, and he provided a nice spark off their bench, helped them come back against the Miami Heat. But he doesn't make nearly as much money as Jan Mahinmi, so people are wondering, you know, is, is Mahinmi only playing because of his contract? He has a good track record uh, in the NBA. He just hasn't been able to stay healthy or be consistent for the Wizards. You know, Tim Frazier, their backup point guards, had his moments. Um, you know, Mike Scott is a guy who is kind of a reclamation project. Same with Jody Meeks. They've been okay, specifically on offense. Kelly Oubre is really the best player on their defense. Uh, you know, was a first-round pick in 2015. Very good defensive player and now is coming into his own offensively. So it's not a consistent unit, but there are some nights where they can really help them win. Chase, when we last saw the Wizards here in Toronto, they were a 4-4 and team at least coming in, but they've been on a bit of a roll since then with the uh, loss to Miami uh, on Friday as the uh, exception. Uh, what have you seen over that stretch? What's really stood out in terms of what the Wizards are doing well? Yeah, so you've seen a big difference in the Wizards over the last five games. They started out 5-5, uh, five and five, and that was just a terrible situation for a team with high expectations. Um, there were some really strong words said by the team about their defensive performance in particular. Um, and in the five-game sense, they've really clamped down defensively. They haven't played you know, the best competition. It's been against teams like the Kings and Hawks. But they've held opponents in the last five games to under 100 points. And now if you look at their defensive rating and opponent points per game, they're in the top 10 in the NBA. And you know they're a very good offensive team. Last year uh, they were top five in points scored. So it really comes down to defense for them. And lately they've been locking that down. Um, early in the season they were really bad at letting teams get into the paint and shoot a really high percentage uh, around the rim. And I think John Wall and Bradley Beal in particular have done a good job of stopping the ball at the perimeter and making it a little bit easier on their front court, not having to deal with guys who are coming at them with a full head of steam. So it really comes down to John Wall and Bradley Beal. They're the straws that stir the drink. And, you know, certainly that's a question right now because John Wall doesn't have a whole lot of mobility. And if you're going up against a guy like Kyle Lowry, uh, certainly you're going to be able to need to move around pretty well. Yeah, and I mean, Kyle Lowry tossed pretty quickly in the last time, the last game that these two teams uh, met up with those early, that early ejection. You're listening to Home Court on TSN 1050. Uh, Wizards beat reporter Chase Hughes joining us from NBC Washington. Well, Chase, you know, you talked about John Wall, and it seems as though 
the 100% with him in terms of health hasn't really been the case so far early in this season. But then as Dwayne touched on it, the bench, a huge question mark with that. Can this group afford to rest a guy like John for for an extended amount of time, the way that Cleveland has been able to do with, with LeBron or, or, or other players as well? Can the, this group afford to sort of get John Wall back to where he's accustomed to being so that he can be the all-star point guard that he is? I don't think so. I mean, he's their best player, and he's uh, you know obviously has a, makes a huge impact on both sides of the floor. They did get away with uh, a win in Toronto, as you mentioned, with a complete gift that Kyle Lowry got ejected uh, in the second quarter. But backup point guard has been a problem for this team for a while, and I don't think it's completely solved at this point. They traded a second-round pick uh, on the night before the draft for Tim Frazier, and he's a pretty good player. I mean, he's a good passer, not a very good shooter, um, not the best defensive player, but he, he's an upgrade from what they had last year, but that's not saying much because they had to go out and sign Brandon Jennings off the street, a guy who is now in China. So John Wall is their best player. They don't have a whole lot of depth behind them, so I would be really concerned if they have to play without him for an extended stretch. I think then you would see Bradley Beal have to play even more minutes than he's playing right now um, and have to take on some of the responsibilities as a ball handler and running the offense. Now, I think he's capable of that. The Wizards really like uh, his development in that regard. But, you know, he's better coming off screens and shooting threes. So it would change a lot of things for them because this team is entirely built around John Wall. I think almost as much as any team in the NBA, they're centered around uh, John Wall. He's, he's got a very high usage rate, of course. He's always got the ball in his hands. He, he pushes the pace. He's one of the best passers in the NBA. So he would be a huge loss, even if it's for just a few games. Okay, so I don't think the East reflects uh, what it's going to look like in April right now. Obviously, you know, Boston and Cleveland are going to be there. Uh, Washington, of course. But which team would continue more in the playoffs, the Raptors or the Bucks? Oh, you know, I, I think a lot of people were sleeping on the Raptors this year because uh, I noticed their record with Serge Ibaka after they traded for him was really good last season. But Giannis Antetokounmpo has taken his game to levels uh, that might – put him in the MVP conversation. So, um, and their, their trade for Eric Bledsoe, I think, makes them really dangerous. I, I, in terms of the Wizards, if you're asking me from their perspective, I think the Bucks would probably scare them a little bit more just because Giannis, when he's on, there's no one that can match up with them. And, and you know, they've proven that they can play pretty well against the Raptors. You know, they matched up in the playoffs a few years. That's, that's a tough call because they had a great playoff series last year, but I, I think I would go to the Bucks. Sorry to disappoint you guys and those out there in Toronto. No, I don't blame you. Yeah, we're not disappointed. And, I mean, once Giannis starts to shoot that three and th- shoot it well, that's going to be the scariest thing ever. But thanks so much, Chase, for joining us. Again, as the Raptors get set to take on the Wizards tomorrow, you're listening to TSN 1050. Home court continues after these messages. You'll want to grit grind your way home with these guys. I learn something new every day. You truly are a shocking human being. Overdrive with Hayes, Noodles, and the O-Tog. Weekdays 4 to 7 p.m. on TSN 1050, the official voice of the Leafs.